0: Welcome to SLUG's bi-weekly SLUG Soundwaves podcast. Here, in our print mag and on slugmag.com, enjoy our curated content that highlights the best of Utah's alternative and underrepresented music, arts, events, and community subcultures. If SLUG has benefited you or someone you love, consider contributing to sustain our existence. Head to slugmag.com donate to join our community of donors. KRCL champions building a more socially engaged Utah through locally driven programming that promotes music discovery and civic participation. Tune into KRCL on 90.9 FM for a curated mix of music, including at least one track by a Utah artist every hour. From alternative rock to reggae, blues to bluegrass, KRCL is here to bring you the greatest bangers all day, every day.
1: Shh. Are you listening? This is Slug Soundwaves. My name is Robert Devins. I'm a musician, producer, DJ, former projection mapping artist who performs under the alias brain detergent. Mostly tech house, minimal techno, maybe a little bit of electro house and some ambient. That's just the range that I have when I perform. The minimal, it allows me to, what draws me to that is the, what makes the elements come alive. There's an aspect of sound design that I really like that it draws, draws me to it. I started uh, making this kind of music when my parents bought me uh, electronic music toys, the hit sticks, the Casio 210 tone banks, even the the records that they would play. Kind of influenced me to to dive into to creating music. Uh, later on, as I was getting older, my neighbor he had a. Um, Juno 106, a Roland Juno 106 polyphonic synthesizer. And uh, he let me borrow that, and I was hooked on synthesizers at a young age, at 14. And a lot of the new age music that I was listening to at that age, too, made me want to explore more about synthesis, synthesizers in general. In the 90s, I bought my first synthesizer, which was the Juno 106 Polyphonic Synthesizer. And I got a 16-bit drum machine, a Boss 55 MK2. I bought a Commodore, Amiga Commodore 1200 computer and started learning about MIDI. I started to pair those instruments together with the computer and by using the um, Amiga Octomed Pro program. So it was a tracker program. Uh, tracker which is like a sequencer but i don't want to bore you with all the tech stuff fun times so i was making my own experimental electronic music at 14 15 and then i got bold enough to start trying to do performances with these uh with these instruments and i did i i found places that would let me perform those were interesting times um some people were just like what is this shit why don't you play some tupac but they didn't really understand what I was doing. I kept at it. And there were times where some people were just like, ah, oh, this isn't this isn't gonna work. <laughs> Those were different times though. So Neon Rodeo was a, a collaborative event uh, centered around house and techno music, educating people about house and techno music, the origins of it. September 10th, it was an all-day event. They had panelists at the first part of the day. There was some really good questions that came up about creating more immersive experiences within the community, how to do that. That question popped up a lot. It's how can we get a community to gather around creative art art music we need more opportunities like that within our city what stood out about the panel part is they had the owner from vice speak about the stuff that he went through as a business owner starting out and trying to get the right support to get things going there was a few business people that were talking about how many times you have to accept a lot of no's before you get your yeses to do your what you're passionate about, your art, your business. As a creative, being as a creative, everything seems to be going slowly, but your mind as an artist is going a lot faster. How do you deal with that when everything around you is going so slow? How do we get people together to do house parties? That was the big question was how do we get more house parties i mean this is why this music came about people got together they brought their records i brought my cds that i made from home back when i was growing up in the midwest i'd take the train to go to a house party to st louis and you know i'd have my cds i was really stoked it gave me something to look forward to as an artist hey, I can go share my my electronic music, you know, at these house parties. But getting back to Neon Rodeo and the panels, they were talking about, yeah, we need more. We need more of this to bring community creatives together so they can collaborate and have these events like Neon Rodeo. Think over the years that's become stagnant I think uh as an artist we need that we need those type of environments to kind of to keep us going <laughs> that's another thing too is like the Dj scene that's that's its own thing but then as a musician a, a a live musician an artist some of the promoters will try to put them in the same thing and it's like it's just frustrating that you know as a musician you know you're like hey I'm playing my own creative works um yeah dj can do the same but i'm bringing out my own studio gear you know doing a live performance you know where's where's the rest of us at you know and so when i first came to utah in 2002 you know i was luckily enough to find those peoples it's just like look let's just find a place where we all can all play not just one time a year i mean just showcase everything right we need more curators of of these talents that are willing to showcase our our local artists we have them there's no reason why we can't do more or find more spaces to do something like this you know i'm just fortunate that over the years of me being influenced by what i've done in the past who i've met in the past and been fortunate enough and thankful enough to meet these people that you know i'm still i'm still here today but like i said that's not why i write the music right it's it's part of who i am it's a it's my emotional therapy <laughs> but to be able to showcase that and share that in a space where there's people there's something magical about that i am choosing to play for you guys is called aurora and the reason i chose this is because it's kind of a teaser of some up-and-coming new material i've been working on so enjoy You can find me on um, Instagram brain detergent and then uh, I have a SoundCloud you can find me on there brain detergent that's two words and then uh let's see I think November 19th I'll be doing a live set with um, music instruments uh, for coldstorage.com cold storage spelled with an a zero for the o that's going to be an hour and a half set, so I'm real stoked for that. I'm curating new material for that, some old material remixed, but I'm real stoked for that. I think I, I, I also want to shout out to like Ron S. from Anode Records. He's always putting stuff out. He was one of the first people who allowed me to put my stuff on vinyl and get it out to, to, to a lot of the distributors and stuff. Um, I mean, um, people in Germany... Uh, yeah but Ron S Big big shout out to him um, You can find his stuff At Anode Records One And that's uh, The number one Dot bandcamp.com November 11th and 12th I'll be performing For the Illuminate event That's going to be held At the Salt Lake City Library And uh, for more information You can go to IlluminateSaltLake.org if you enjoyed this episode of Soundwaves, please take 60 seconds to rate and review us on iTunes.
0: Did you enjoy this episode of Slug Soundwaves? You and the local community can continue to enjoy Slugmax content for free. But please consider making a one-time or ongoing contribution. Each contribution, no matter how big or small, helps support Slug's creation of thoughtful media coverage on SLC's music, arts, events, and community subcultures. Head over to slugmag.com donate to make your contribution today.